Welcome to the Sunbeam Chats podcast, a conversation about business, entrepreneurship, women, wellness, and more. I'm your host, Arlene Hall. Let's get started. This is another episode of Sunbeam Chats. Today's guest is Carla Williams-Johnson. Carla Williams-Johnson, also called the CEO's publicist, helps female CEOs get to the top, that is, into the places and spaces that increases their visibility. Such exposure helps them reach their personal and company goals, be it financial or otherwise. This, of course, can only be achieved by crafting and executing strategic communications to build their brand awareness in the public space. As the founder and CEO of Carly Communications, Carla has several clients across the Caribbean. Welcome, Carla. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Great. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? I am good. I'm very good as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, after you say you're fantastic, I can't say anything else, right? <laughs> I mean, the only thing better than fantastic is fabulous. So, okay, yeah. indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> well, right, because today we're talking about female CEOs and uh-huh. who are all fabulous and in all of our you know glory so I'm very excited about this conversation but let's first start with you who's also a CEO so Carla tell us about yourself well I am the CEO publicist I am the founder and CEO of Carly Communications and I help Caribbean-based entrepreneurs and CEOs get into the places and spaces where they need to show up, where they need to increase their visibility so they can make those real connections and therefore increase their visibility, their credibility, and ultimately their income. Okay, great. Well, so that's what you do. But you, though, I mean, how did you get into, you know, running your own company? What did you do before? Because I understand you were in the professional space, in the communication space. So tell yeah. us about that transition um, from corporate uh, to what you do today as a CEO running, running your own company. So I have been in advertising my entire life. I actually started way back in 2000 if memory serves me, I worked on big accounts, um, Unilever, Nestle, Coca-Cola, you name it. I've worked on those accounts and I actually really love the advertising field. And I've always worked in the media department, in the communications department. So I was responsible for all those ads you see going out, all those billboards, um, all those marketing campaigns where you actually see the commercials, hear the commercials. Um, I was responsible for all of that and then I got bored <laughs> Indeed. and I decided to move away from the agency life to the client side of things because I wanted to learn as well, right? I wanted to go, I wanted to expand. Yeah. Um, it was not a good move. It was like, no, 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 I need to get back into the agency way of doing things. Um, but long story short, I was working with a company and I was miserable i was sick all the time i was stressed out all the time it was a locally based family owned organization and it was just it was terrible i can't um stress how (laughs) just thinking about it how awful the days were and um one morning i got up i was on my way to work and i i i usually that time i 
I drove with my boyfriend and I remember looking at him and I said, you know what? I think today is it. I think this is I think this is it for me. Now I had no plan or anything like that, but I just woke up and I just felt like today was the day. Yes. And as so- I kid you not, I soon as I got into the office, I did not put my handbag down until HR calls me into their office. It's like, oh well, you know, your position is redundant. You wow. don't do anymore. <laughs> Interesting. And I know a normal person would be so devastated. I was not. I am not even joking. I was ecstatic. I was happy. I was like, you know what, God, I am listening because I yes. no. There was no way that I knew that this was going to happen that day. But yes. I just knew that yeah. that day was just going to be it for me. And I just decided. I needed to do my own thing. I decided that I needed to promote myself. I was very knowledgeable. I was, um, you know, I had my connections. I mean, I was a lot scared, but I was a lot determined to make this thing work. And here I am today. Yeah, amazing story. I'll uh, say amazing because I, I, I can relate to that in a lot of ways because after a while, and I'm in the communication space as well, um, and the different types of communications which we could speak to perhaps. Um, but, you know, after a while for me, you get bored. How much, I mean, how many press ads can you really run? You know what I mean? And then if you are <laughs> in a company and you're doing the same thing for that brand for years and then, you know, you're tied in with budgets and then if they don't want to be creative, I mean, I can totally read it. While this feel for me is very dynamic and, um, you know, it's the, there's a creativity factor. There's lots of things, but it can get boring after a while. So I can totally relate to that and, um, you know, sort of commend you for getting into that space. But I also want to point out that you have to know and you knew that point. And then I think, and obviously God helped you in that transition out of that space, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's so wonderful. Um, and again, you know, for people listening, it's not an easy, um, you know, uh, space to operate in. It's not, a, it's not easy, really, to sort of look at, okay, I need to move on and transition so easily, in quotes, from, you know, leaving a job to kind of going on your own, right? And so, and yes, yeah, some people don't have a plan, but some people plan it. But I mean, I think when we know, we know, and there are times when we need to know that we need to ne- make that move, which yeah. will sort of ushering the next level and phase in our lives. So I think that, you know, people need to listen to that small, still small voice and make that jump when they need to. Yeah, definitely. I did not have a plan in place. I swear to you, my my daughter was still going to school. Um, She was in secondary school, so that's pretty expensive. Um, You know, I just just knew. There's no other way to describe it. I just knew. And I knew that God was leading me somewhere. I just had to follow. I just had to kind of surrender to things will work itself out. And I mean, it has. I, I, I tried to be as obedient as possible. And look at me today. I'm, I'm chatting with you. I'm, I'm speaking to, you know, all your audience. I mean, I would never have guessed in a million years. You had asked me this 10 years ago. Like, I would have never guessed that I would be in this position right now. Never. Wonderful, wonderful. And it's interesting you said that because you didn't have a plan, but you sort of were formulating one because I think I'm listening to you and you said, well, you said, okay, I built relationships along the way. I know a lot of people. I have connections and networking. And that's what 
people operating in the space like us, we are, we make those connections, and it's important that uh, we build relationships with any job. But more than anything else, in the communications, marketing, and advertising space, we make these meet these connections that, and we we I think we um, sort of retain a lot of them, which can serve yeah. us well, you know, down the road in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean that that that's the nature of life in itself, right? I mean the connections that you make, the relationships that you form. They help you in different aspects, and, and business is no different. Now, granted, when we hop on on our own, hop out on our own, um, it can be a very lonely road because I mean we don't have the coworker that you're going to see every day. You know, you don't have a set list of things to do like you would do if you had a, a, a nine to five. You have to now create your own quote unquote to do list. And how do you Correct. manage this to do list? With your other responsibility as you know a wife a mother a, a sister like how do you manage all of these types of things so it is a learning curve and it can seem very lonely because you're on your own or at least you feel like you're on your own so one of the things that really helped me in the beginning because i, I again i said i did not have a plan i was making stuff up as I went along. Um, I knew what I was good at, but I was making stuff up as I went along. I thought, like, what am I actually going to offer? And one of the things that helped me was finding a community of like-minded, upwardly mobile entrepreneurs like myself who were struggling, were trying to figure things out, had also left corporate, most of them without a plan, and were, you know, doing different things. And that really helped. The community is so important important when you are building yourself building your brand especially if you want to go to a point and, and go global with your business community and leaning on other people who are on the same journey as you is so critical if yes. you want to really grow absolutely right and then to, to sort of um you know segue from that um that point um, as, as as we said earlier, there are a lot of com communication people in this space. I mean, most professional spaces, they, it's, it's somewhat crowded. Um, and then you had to sort of find your way to kind of get your niche to sort of position yourself in this mm -hmm. space as this, um, and as you're called, the CEO's publicist. <laughs> how did that come about? And 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 what, how did you go go about defining your brand in the space? So when I first started i called myself a media marketing specialist because i've always been in media i've always understood media i've also i've always understood what the media is looking for as a matter of fact i've been on both sides of the media i have been on the agency side and i've also been a journalist way back when so i understand what the media is looking for but when covid happened um and well we knew what happened i always say march 2020 had like a thousand days it was the longest month Indeed. in my life and um one of the things i made up my mind i said you know what we may not be in control of a lot of things but we are in control of who sees us and who hears us so i showed up everywhere like it didn't matter if you wanted to feature me i was there so i showed up to mompreneurs who were struggling with balancing home life with working from home because I mean I was working from home since 2016 and my son I just had my son my son was two when COVID happened so I was helping mothers understand okay how to work from home with a toddler I was talking to entrepreneurs about how you know the things that they can do how they can pivot how they can 
adapt to these new changes. I was talking to corporate companies, like how to integrate publicity and public relations into their marketing. Like I was talking to everyone and I actually lost count over a two month period. I was like in 44 different media, whether it was interviews, podcasts, television. Like I was on TV six, like three times in, in like six weeks, things like that. I was like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that people were asking me, how did you do that? How are you everywhere? How do you get featured? And I thought, to be very honest, that it was easy. But what I realized very quickly is that it was easy for me. So I started teaching people how to use publicity, how to connect with the media, how to show up, how to stay on message and on brand when you're being featured, who to show up to and what to discuss. And I realized people really gravitated to it. And after a while, people didn't want me to teach them anymore. They wanted me to do it for them. They wanted me to search for these places. They wanted me to pitch for them. They wanted me to get all these opportunities. And then I said, well, you know what? This is where the CEO's publicist is born because now I'm now I'm operating in a publicist capacity. I'm getting new features. Yes. And as they say, the rest is history. I've been working with um, a lot of regional clients and helping them get not only regional exposure but also international exposure as well, making sure that they get they get seen and heard by the right people. Yeah, excellent. I love hearing how these stories, you know, how <laughs> your business evolves and how the brand starts. I love hearing them because it's so inspiring and also everybody is different but you know and what comes across is that it can start anyhow but yeah, yeah as long as you're in that space and you have it just evolves really nicely mm-hmm. um so you focus a lot primarily is it on female ceos yeah yes yes okay. I do. so my question though i was thinking about it is um you know being a female ceo myself founder and ceo of my company and some of the brands that i work with um, very often we women we, we are faced with the imposter syndrome that's probably why we don't want to put ourselves out there mm-hmm. and um, in your dealing with with the women um, like ourselves what are some of the things that you've, you're faced with that imposter syndrome why don't why is it that we feel as though we don't need to you know publicize ourselves well the thing is we women I feel like we have we feel as if we have to prove a lot right we feel like if we're not good enough we're we're not sure what it is that we're doing or we have to prove to other people that we are actually knowledgeable so nine times out of ten that looks like not showing up that looks like undercharging because you want to make sure people you know know that you're good before you start to charge them and these things lead to stress and to frustration also we have well, I, I can't speak for other people, but I can speak for myself where this is concerned. I had a lot of people telling me that, you know, I'm not going to make it. This is a white man's industry. Who do you think you are? Like, you're from Trinidad. You need to calm down. Like, you, there were a lot of negative things that were spewed to me when I first started. And there may be other people who have been hearing that, maybe not as maybe not as harsh or even harsher than than what I've heard. So these things play on you, right? These things play on you. And then you start a question, am I really good enough? I really am from a third world country or so they say, well, people take me seriously. And these things really keeps us back in a sense. Mm 
Yes. So what I have found is that when I work with women entrepreneurs, I use myself. And I don't mean to sound cliche. If I could do it, anybody could do it. I of have course. been featured in Forbes twice. That is crazy. I have known people, big CEOs who've not been in Forbes once. And I've been in Forbes twice. As a matter of fact, the second time I was in Forbes, they emailed me asking me to comment on um, on an issue that was that was um, worldwide, that was around the Golden Globe um, incident with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Really? They had asked me to comment on it, right? Interesting. So that, for, for a Caribbean, I like. world Caribbean girl, <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, let's be real. I was just awarded publicist of the year. Let's be real. If yes. I can do it, you can do it. Now, I have had that imposter syndrome myself. I have talked myself out of you know what, $10,000 payday already. Hands, I mean, I've done that, right? Because imposter syndrome is real. But if you really want to build your business, you really have to go in spite of it. And this is where community is also important because the way we see ourselves is not how other people see us. Yes. And that is a fact. And this is why you need people in your corner to tell you, yes, you can do it. This is perfect for you. You need to show up here. And that's what I also do as a publicist as well. So I have found that I, I found a lot of me in a lot of the people that I work with. Indeed. And because we have because I have been where they are currently, it's easy for them. It's easy for me to relate to them and for them to be inspired by me because they look at me and they say, Okay, yes, if Carly could do it in Carla you know have done all of these things then i can do it too for sure I, i'm totally impressed as well i mean <laughs> the thing about you know forbes want you to comment on this whole yeah, <laughs> issue. i mean that is next level i tell you <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, the question though i mean you know you referenced earlier that you have won all these awards so some of them of course was so um what is it courageous marketing leader yes. one of the most daring female founders best mm. promotions company in the west indies yeah uh, you've been featured in forbes huffington post entrepreneur and others i mean and these things are so commendable you know um was there one of them that you were most proud of people always ask me this question and i always say oh. in as much <laughs> as i love forbes and i mean like forbes is a real highlight the one publication that is near and dear to my heart and my soul is when I was featured as one of the 99 limit-breaking female founders as compiled by Huffington Post. And the reason why that one is so near and dear to my soul is because it was early on in my business. Mm -hmm. It was around the time where I thought no one was taking me seriously. No one was listening. I was trying my best on social media. I wasn't getting the comments. I was not getting the likes. And I just felt like I was doing things in vain and i remember literally once saying you know what is the purpose of all of this and i opened my email one day and i got an email from the editor that basically said we've been watching you we love what it is that you're doing we're inspired by you and we want to include you on this global list wow. of 99 limit breaking female founders if you are interested, just send us a very short bio and answer these. I think it was like three questions that I needed to answer. And I I thought it was spam. Honestly, I thought it was spam. I said, yes. like, there is no way this international 
company could want to feature little old me. Right. But you know, I, 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 the imposter syndrome wore off. I, I, I submitted what I needed to submit. And not only was I one of the very few women of color, I was the only woman from the Caribbean. Wow. So I was like, Excellent. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that one is the one that really, whenever anybody asks me or whenever I think back, like, why am I doing this? I remember sometimes people are looking. You're not. You may not see them, but they're looking at you from afar and they're admiring what you're doing. You just have to keep going. Yeah. I think the lesson there as well is keep doing what you're doing at a particular standard. Um, I mean, as I said, you may not know who's watching, but people are watching. I had sort of experience this week because, you know, if you operate at a certain standard and what you do, do that. Don't diminish that for anybody, you know, and people will recognize. And then, it, you know, I mean, you can reap the benefits down the road. Um, Yeah. So as we sort of come to a close, I was thinking about this as well. Um, you know, communication. You talk about women showing up. And mm-hmm. again, the imposter syndrome very often, you know, would rear its head when opportunities come. And I think the world, based on the pandemic for the last two years going into three, the, I mean, the world has changed. And people in this field and, and all of the sectors, I think, have to change how they promote themselves, how they position themselves as businessmen, businesswomen, entrepreneurs, what have you. Um, and new opportunities may arise. And so this question of um, showing up is important. Why do we need to do that? I mean, you know, as a, you know, when you, when you need to sort of raise your business, the profile of your business, how important is it? I think, I think social media has fooled us into thinking that that is showing up. And while I have nothing with social media, I think it's a great tool. I also think it's a way to hide and not really show the real you. And I think using the media to really connect with your audience, create a dialogue, letting them know who you are, why you do what you do, you know, that forms such a strong bond, such a strong relationship that people feel that they know you before they even meet you. And when people feel like they know you, they are more willing to buy from you. They buy from you faster. I remember I had an event um, just a few months ago and I brought all these ladies together from across the Caribbean and everybody knew everybody but it was the first time that they were meeting each other and they did not realize it until it was said because we all because they were all my clients i got them all featured so they all knew of each other but they never met each other yeah that's the power of pr and publicity that's the power of showing up so if you really want to make those deeper connections and grow a global business and get in front of an audience who you know through no other means will get to to know who you are or to get to know you then PR and publicity is the way to go it really is a useful tool in building your business it really should not be overlooked yeah absolutely so we're talking PR and business so tell us a little bit about your business it's called Carly Communications and I love the name so what are some of the services you offer and how can you help these female uh, CEOs thrive and 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 shine in their space well as I mentioned before Carly well the name Carly is actually from my dad um 
was the first entrepreneur in my family. He passed away a couple of years ago, and Harley was the name that he had for me. So even the name Harley Publications was very near to me, mm. and um, a lot of people call me Harley. So that's actually even better. Um, but some of the services that I offer is training on PR and crisis management because I also think that crisis management, even for entrepreneurs, is important. We live in a world where you can do or say something. Or somebody you associate with can do or say something and can have a negative effect on your business. How do we, you know, navigate that? So we, I do teach PR and crisis management. I also help people get featured. So things like reputation management, um, pitching and booking, sending out press releases, prepping you before you go live on interviews. I, I just had a prep very, very recently where um, I had a client going on national television. So I make sure I prep all my clients before. Um, once the interview goes live, whether it's written or it's a, an interview, I make sure I follow up in terms of getting you your feature. And then I teach you how to leverage this incredible piece of media real estate that you have um, you've gotten. Like, what do you do with it? How do you use this piece to gain more popularity, gain more income, book a speaking gig? Book another media, get a client. Like, how do you use this media piece to do all of these things? So, that's something that I always do with all my clients is how you leverage the media output. So, it's a full, full um, 360 way that I do my PR and I do my publicity and I help my clients get seen, heard, and paid. Yeah, and it is absolutely working for what I've been seeing as well. <laughs> so tell us though, um, so if anybody would like to reach out to you, any female CEO, entrepreneur, <laughs> professional, where can we contact you uh, to get any of your services and book an appointment? Well, I am on social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn at Carly Communications, C-A-R-L-I Communications. Um, you can also check me on my website at www.carlymedia.com. That's C-A-R-L-I media.com. And if you click to the top, um, you will see your own publicist. You look, um, um, this is, yes, your own publicist. And that will take you to a link to for me to be your own publicist. And you can book a one-on-one consultation there. It's absolutely free. Or you can go to carlymedia.com slash and it will take you directly to the page. Okay, excellent. Well, Carla, it has certainly been a pleasure talking with you and inspiring. And, you, you you know, your awards actually, you know, it speaks for itself. I mean, you know, courageous marketing leader, daring female founder, and certainly is. And I can see why you have won those awards, you know. So thank you again so much for being on the podcast. And I wish you all the best and more success in what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, great. This has been Sunbeam Chats with Arlene Hallman. Be sure to download the podcast for more great inspiring stories. And don't forget, follow Sunbeam Chats on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time. And remember, 